Welcome back to part two of our discussion about tone of voice here on Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. And this time we'll be discussing a little bit more about AI and how artificial intelligence could affect our preparation for tone of voice or how it affects tone of voice in terms of trying to manage it with all of the members of your team who might be utilising AI in the future. How will that change things, do we think? And then also about our audiences. How is our tone of voice reflected in our audience? Is it reflected in our audience or not? And how can we monitor that? And then finally, uh, we'll be looking at rebranding. How does tone of voice survive a rebrand or a brand refresh? Let's explore that in more detail now. Enjoy. I can't go on any further without asking you this question because I think you've been looking up into this a little bit and it was about bringing us back up to date because we always end up talking about AI. We do. It's now inevitable. loads of us use it's inevitable. You can't it's inevitable like Agent yeah. Smith. We can't escape it. Um now we are using it so much. I mean, do you feel as well that we you know there is a, a a greater risk of 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 this kind of that we were talking about just before, the fact that you feed stuff into AI and you go, Great, it's produced that copy for me, wonderful. If I don't have much oversight of changing it, you have a real, a potentially real danger of of losing your tone your of voice in completely. AI. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, you you have to be very careful when you're writing prompts that you encourage it to have a tone of voice. So you need to say to it, um, please write that. You can say to it, uh, write this five hundred word blog about um, widgets. Um, in the tone of voice of a managing director yeah. and it will do that yeah. but it's not your tone of voice so you might want to say write this in the tone of voice of a managing director but make sure the last line is a witty quote mm. yes because that's what that's what you would be doing exactly yeah exactly yeah. but you you have to so ai do, will do all the work for you but you've got to make sure you ask it the right question you've got to put the tone of voice i mean you can apparently i've never done this but you can actually give it uh you can you could say um write this blog uh and then pick one and, and then say write it in the style of this blog which you have actually written and it'll go off and go, oh, right she uses all these funny words and then it'll go off and do that so mm. you can teach it your tone of voice yeah that's the thing i mean again i say this every single time that's the terrifying but also the wonderful thing about it the fact yeah. that that it can do that and you, you would imagine if there's these paid versions of ai where if you're incorporating it into across, across you know all of your marketing what a fascinating thing would be is if we were talking earlier on about how do you template, how do you capture, how do you maintain the tone of voice? And if you want to have a really true representation, I, I don't, I'm not saying this is what anyone should do, but if you an AI to sort of pick up on what are all the meetings, conversations, emails, communications, and the external stuff, take everything together that you produce as a company and go, this is, I've le- I'm learning everything that you do, everything that you, all the customer inquiries, et cetera, GDPR, mm-hmm. big, Big, big yep. flashing beacons here, GDPR guys. Not saying you do this. Hypothetically, if you did it, what would that come out with? That would be fascinating yeah. and say, well, this is really what what you're all about and the personality of the, the real personality of the company yep. and the external one combined. But in a more in a less scary way, you you could get it to, as you say, look at all the blogs we've written in the last year. And if it's starting to learn, if it's that's the thing, it's just it'll learn and learn and learn, won't it? So yeah. another member of the team, it's a, perhaps a copywriter in the team who's then 
you know, giving you inspiration and saying, well, this yeah. this is your tone of voice. This is how you'd write it. And then you can agree or disagree and edit from there, can't you? Yeah, exactly. And then and feeding your brand guidelines into it. And so it knows that this is how I've got to spell things. This is uh, like we, um, Sam and I both work for Side Business School and there are quite strict rules about how you use the word Oxford and mm. the university and blah, you know, all of those things. Sam and I are both grimacing slightly <laughs> um, because sometimes tone of voice can be a really tight box that you've got to put yourself in and it can be incredibly annoying. Um, however, AI wouldn't find that annoying. It would just happily go, okay, well, so I'll do it like that then. Yeah, so yeah. It's we're lucky that AI can maybe do some of the things that we find more difficult. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing of it. It's funny because there's just there's just all these new applications, aren't there, the whole time? And you think, well, even if I wasn't using it to create this stuff for me, which I'm going to use the world, if it's doing that learning, if I can just you know every time I do we do produce anything for this this particular brand. We'll just feed it in there so it just learns about it and then we'll just yep. we'll use it as a reflective tool to then come back to us and say do you know you 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 always talk about onions on a friday even though you're selling handbags why on earth are we talking about onions on a friday yeah. what's that all about you know but then just finding those insights i think that would be a really interesting sort of tool to then it would know, also be really things. interesting to um understand how your audience are talking about you Mm. because you might find that they have a completely your actual customers the people using the product are talking about it have a completely different tone of voice than you mm. and it might be useful to recognize that and find that tone of voice and think actually this might mean we can upsell to people who aren't buying it if we're only getting the if the tone of voice that people are buying it we capture so yeah. it might be really interesting to do some um really close um customer surveys yeah and yeah. actually try and hear what they are saying about your product and how oh well, that's that's definitely it that's definitely it because it's got it's got that whole you know ma mass sort of big data learning of that whole yeah. customer segment you know if you were to exactly. say to the person all right so just tell me what the how the customer's talking about us and you go uh well i'm i'll go and have a look online I'll, I'll get you know maybe one of these listening sentiment tools which i presume now, now must be even more sophisticated with the ai plugged into them and um, but that's the thing you get that whole you know this is the real feedback of what what how how we are talking how they are talking about us and then yeah. you know just again just it's such a powerful tool then you can say okay well then we will test okay we will test so we'll test this based on the what the ai is telling us we should do and what the humans are saying we should do and perhaps yeah. it's somewhere in the middle perhaps it's a combination of the two yeah. hopefully um exactly. which works um yeah. but yeah. Um, you might find that you i mean that i'm mean, really interested in talking to your audience because you might find that you've been constantly saying all about the service levels and that's all you're talking about but actually your customers might never mention that they mm. might not be interested in that at all what yeah. they're talking about is the quality of your widget and it's just yeah. it's the extremely high quality they couldn't care less whether it takes six months or six minutes to arrive it's just they'd wait because yeah. it's magnificent it's great that it arrives early but really i would buy it anyway yes so you know, maybe you're wasting your time on 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 a time and some money on I, some of this, you know, Uber Uber customer speed exactly. of delivery. I've just I've just come up with a tagline for that now. There's worldwide wed widgets worth the wait. You know, so, so and you can have <laughs> yeah, you can play on brilliant. the word wait and wait as very good. How long you wait for it and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, as you say, it's like you know, would you would you change your name of a service to Express? 
express worldwide widgets or would it be yeah. worldwide widgets? you know because quality as you say absolutely it's going to be and there's going to be things you find out about it in terms of that just that variance between yeah how you talk about things and and what they receive and what matters to them i mean that yeah. ultimately that that's the thing isn't it so if you have any of these tools which are really helping you to to co- collect quickly and analyze quickly what's ha- and regularly on an ongoing basis yeah. what is important how is it being talked about yeah. how are your messages going down that's just so valuable isn't it um, it are, is the way you're speaking is the way your is your tone of voice being reflected by your audience so are they starting once they've bought your product or it starts to engage with your tone of voice are they mirroring it are they saying the same things is is it changing their tone of voice mm. so because i think probably when you read a newspaper, we don't often read newspapers anymore, but once upon a time when we get get on the train to commute and I'm reading the Telegraph, probably over time I will start mirroring some of the Telegraph's tone of voice, not just their, not just what they're saying, but the tone of voice they're saying it in. Mm. And are your customers doing that as well? Because then you've got customers that you can happily get to refer your product on. Yeah. So you can take, you can get, you can put them into a really interesting referral program because you know they're going to talk about it properly because they've got your tone of voice. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Well, again, that and that's the thing, isn't it, with sort of um, brand ambassadors and, and, yeah. and you know, your your advocates, isn't it, where you sort of think because you probably identify them. Okay, yes, on that activity in terms of their their regular loyal customer who buys yeah. and has bought from us every year. But as you say, how are they? Because you you identify them too. They talk about us. They get us. They are all like you know super fans for a band, isn't it? As well, it's like they they speak and promote. They they represent and you know promote this vision, this image of what a fan of of this band is, and and, yeah. and how they would speak. And because that's the whole thing, isn't it? About fashions and all that. Yeah. I don't know what the <clears throat> the thing is with you know human behavior, but it's all to do with this sort of being a part of a tribe, isn't it? That whole kind of yeah. You exactly. look and you dress and you sound a certain way. The same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you wanna you wanna be you wanna be part of that that pack. And yeah. as our audiences do, they wanna own a Cotswold handbag because that is th- that's want to identified as that kind of person. Yeah. Exactly. It's that identity, isn't it? And again, that's yeah. brand identity, personal identity, and you know, tone of voice is one of the major manifestations yeah. of that identity, isn't it? So yeah. it's all the ways in which that yeah I say manifests itself really and but but then that's the fascinating thing for the marketer but particularly when you come into you start in a team or a company which has has been established for a number of years and then someone says to you right so sit you down here's the brand guidelines this is the way we are and everything and then perhaps you go through um, perhaps you're someone who initiates it you go through a bit of a brand refresh or, or a rebrand yep. as well that's a really interesting time when you can then say and this is when you need to know what what is it the audience are I think about this what why are we doing this you know yeah. i mean that's 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 a fascinating question and you're taking on board as an outsider what the brand is and 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 how it manifests itself and then you're going right so what does that mean to me in terms of what i'm now going to do to increase sales in the next year because that's what i'm exactly. important to do um, i mean a, a brand refresh that's really interesting because it might be that you refresh the brand but you don't need to refresh the tone of voice mm-hmm you don't it doesn't although they are very very tightly attached it's not absolutely necessary that you stop being at that you stop writing as you are mm. if you're going to change the brand color or you know the the, the product definition yeah um 
or you could make your entire brand i guess you could say this brand refresh the only thing we're going to change is the way we speak about the product everything yeah. else is going to stay exactly the same we're just going to suddenly start shouting about it or yeah. you know something that's the interesting question actually this 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 is another meander actually isn't it about 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 brand and about brand refreshes having gone yeah. through a couple of them yeah, um they're very painful they are painful and then you and you say what's the terms of reference what's the what yeah. a why are we doing it and mm-hmm. then b are we doing it because because i don't know we, we just thought we'd like to try something a bit different a bit more creative and you know it's quite fun getting involved and in looking at color swatches and different logos and stuff i mean i always have this thing where i was i always go back to my university days actually when um uh the, there was this guy he was doing like a general business thing about, you know, um, uh, just looking at um, company accounts and company company performance over a long period of time and saying, you know, how can you judge how well a company's performing and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he got out this chart of showing how many companies fail ultimately, how long it takes them to fail, the ones that survive for 50 years, the ones that survive for 100 years. And most of the ones which survive for the longest period of time have in terms of and this is not brand this is i'm i'm just saying this out there it's not about the brand but it's about at least the logo should we say or the look and the feel they have so the visual identity um seems to have changed the least with a number of them in my mind it yeah. seemed to be the case they hadn't had to keep on reinterpreting and reinventing themselves but then that's interesting isn't it because perhaps yes they don't but then some places are very successful because they do because they do reinvent themselves and make themselves relevant yep. to the next generation exactly. so um, so it's not one thing or the other, I guess, but it's more. Funnily enough, Coca-Cola, which you all think of Coke never changes their brand. If you look at the history of Coca-Cola's logo, it started, the very first Coca-Cola bottle had on it, not, didn't say Coca-Cola. It was a quite a kind of um, extremely ornate kind of picture of this, of, of people um, of kind of dressed in Edwardian clothing surrounded by kind of curly cues and it was in sepia colored brown and that was coca-cola then Mm. and you think oh (laughs) that's interesting and it was quite a long time before they got to the circular coca-cola reshape thing that they now did then they just tweaked it rather than change it but having that could be that they thought this is our audience our tone of voice is going to be um a drink for everybody or whatever they had it or it did actually have cocaine in it to begin with so cheer yourself up with a coke (laughs) get that speed on um and so they 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 started with a with a logo which suited their audience Mm. yeah yeah and then it's uh, it's that evolution i suppose the thing and the audience moves yeah the audience moves you evolve, you change, and, yeah. and you move on. I mean, it's interesting. Actually, it's a fascinating thing looking back at companies, and it's, you know, something like the one I always think of is like you know Rolls Royce, something like that, where you know the spirit of XT, whatever, that's just not changed. But then you think about incredibly, incredibly narrow audience, um, which really, yes, there's changing, there's changing um, needs they have, but ultimately, it's the ultimate luxury, more money than you, you can shake a stick at, and you get bespoke tailored whatever it is you, you want exactly. just the height the absolute epitome so they've had a very but when it's a mass market or a larger market of people and you know but more um society moves on and and you know it's, it's going to be more affected by that then that's where you can see that that evolution isn't yeah. it and you know the exactly. way in which a brand talks today to or the way that you know so let's say the telegraph or the times or the way that the times is even you know 
displayed it's not all columns of really 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 tiny Indeed. text and, and spoken in you know pictures and everything exactly like you know you, you can see things and you have graphics to explain stuff and everything like that and it, and it, it's 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 evolution because you you've mentioned newspapers already and i think that's a really good interesting one to look at the evolution yeah of how it how it's changed you know because that is tone in 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 the actual print in there and yeah. it's also everything else about it has, has also, adapted their tone of voice possibly is is different offline and online. I mean, yeah. they're saying the same thing, but the, but the tone of voice will be different, and their Twitter uh, link will be very different. So they've got, in fact, newspapers are a really good example of tone. Of it might be worth doing some thinking about this because they have really quite dramatically different tones of voice. Mm. But they've got to have uh, the Guardian has got to be the Guardian. You can't suddenly have on on TikTok. They suddenly they're communists. And on, you know, LinkedIn, they're very, very far right. So they've got to keep that one single line of what, because otherwise you'd never buy The Guardian again. But they've got to be different. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's also the format as well. I mean, God, I don't want yep. to go the format. We go on forever. But I'm sure I remember hearing one of my, my Second World War books, audio books I was listening to, was talking about, I think it was The Express or was The Mirror, one of the two. And when it changed from broadsheet to more tabloidy, I think it was The Express, and it actually, I don't know when it was. I, I think it was, maybe it must have been around the Second World War potentially, but I mean, maybe, apparently that's yeah. when it switched. That's a fundamental switch in terms of then, uh-huh. again, you know, your your readership and then how you present yourself, but then how, you know, I mean, that that's the thing. You, you sit down these days and yeah, get, get a copy of the Telegraph, the Times out and then put the sun next to it. And you just look at everything to do with the way things are written. I mean, that's actually a very... I'm just thinking this is quite good for a marketing course, isn't it? For 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 students to look at tone of maybe Absolutely. they do this, I don't know. But it's it's quite an interesting way, way isn't it? Because you yeah. get the same stories, all the same stories. In fact, newspapers are a really good example of this. Same stories, different tone of voice. Yeah. And how do people do this? And some of them are going to do it with font, because that might affect it. They might do it with um headline, they might do it with um body copy. I mean, it is really interesting what you're talking about. They might have a huge, the picture might be really massively huge and virtually no text or loads of text, no picture. So yeah, I know it's, it's a whole cavalcade of yeah. stuff that goes into tone of voice. Isn't it? Oh gosh. Well, I think it's good because I think we've managed to go into like, you know, the whole thing of how, how you can sort of find it and, and then how you yeah. can kind of, I say template it, I suppose, make it live and breathe is probably more yeah. accurate, isn't it? Make it live yeah. and breathe however large your organization is but then the whole not cutting it up something very you know where how you define it and put it into different yeah. categories different shades of it across different brands and yeah. how that influences your organization internally but then the one thing we sort of keep coming back to which is good because we should do is is around as you said you know audience uh yeah. it, it, it's that and that relationship isn't it of which connects right back to an original point about how do you speak to people that you have relationships with it is slightly different but you know it, it it's communicating an identity which is you isn't it effectively yep. um and i used to I'm like, when i was a marketing director i used to make my team go out at least once a month they had to go out with a rep and speak to some audience and start selling some of the books we were doing and they had to do that because i wanted them to hear what the audience was saying yeah. And their yeah. tone of voice and how were they being referred to? Were they just going, oh, yeah, we'll have to buy some of these rubbish books again? Or are they saying, oh, thank goodness you're here because these are some incredibly valuable books? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That just, you know what? That just makes me think about 
because I, I did that again when I was at Pearson Schools. We went out and spoke to some teachers and and children and, and interviewed them and, and everything else, which was fantastic. But it was the whole thing about you think of um, maybe you're taking yourself too seriously in your tone of voice as well, particularly when you're working in education. Yeah. Perhaps you're saying, "Oh, yeah. this dum dum, it's a serious, very important thing, and we need to speak to it in seriously." And and then actually, teachers are a bit like far more relaxed about yeah. about this than than you think they are, and the way they actually talk about it and they're like you know it's usually around perhaps just brevity just saying right i just need the three things that it does and yeah. i've got a really really busy day and you don't need to be all yeah. kind of flowery and explain it to me in this long-winded way yeah what is it okay great fine off we go it teaches maths marvelous that'll do yeah yeah it does that and it, and it's better than this this and this and it yeah. and it's again again you know, it's just leveling isn't it with you know knowing what sort of messages they need and then you know you're, you're putting your own identity in there about you know, again, like our widget people, you know, if it's all yeah. about the quality, we're going to talk about things in more based around quality rather than speed or, or, yeah. or the other way around. But but what do they need? What do the audience need from that? What do they need from that messaging, that communication yeah. that we have with them um, exactly. to maintain that relation, build and establish, build, maintain that relationship? Yeah. And ultimately, that's what it's got to do, isn't it? Um, yeah, completely. And I mean, if you're part of a big organisation, if you're working in a marketing team, it might be useful to actually go and listen to other departments. Does your company giggle? Does it laugh? Does it? Um, do you find yourselves, you know, having profound existential conversations over the water cooler? Or are you, you know, making up limericks? Or are mm. you... Because that is your tone of voice as well. Because companies get, they they have tones of voice. They mm. just do. They develop them. And we've worked with both, and as consultants, we we experience this because we go into other people's companies and think, oh, that wouldn't happen in one of my other clients. They wouldn't be saying that. They yeah. wouldn't be laughing at that. So and so it's really useful to actually go and listen to your company. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that that's that's a really good point, actually. I mean, around around because I've been in environments where, you know, people have had to they're doing quite I say quite I say serious. The word serious comes to my mind, but, you know, big is serious, sort of quite academic, heavy stuff. And so therefore, you perhaps would expect that that's the way in which you would talk. Well, not even expect. That's what you see around the office. There's yeah. some very intelligent people doing very intelligent, clever things. And they they sort of, you know, they're human beings. And a lot of them are, you know, they're not sort of sit, sitting away just, you know, like like, like these sort of stereotypical <laughs> academics, et cetera, and dusty yes, with, with glasses on the end of their nose. Yeah, exactly. Not do that. But they do. But they do take certain things seriously. And, and you know, and, and if it's yeah. about being rigorous and, and you know, yeah. really they have those kind of minds that do that and yeah. therefore it's it's not a crime to actually say and to communicate in that way saying that yes they are they are you know genuinely serious because yeah. why would somebody pay a lot of money for a piece of analysis or research or whatever it is to be done you expect it to be, be done by people who who do do that who do act like that you want Absolutely. it to be like hey we're all the crazy gang in here and <laughs> we just love you know playing ping pong in between our you know research papers it's sort of you know that might be what you're after, but it's it's not as likely. It's unlikely, it's more a kind of agency thing as well. But yeah, but then it can feel very, you know, when the tone of voice can feel very forced. Oh God, yes, that's tortuous. Yeah, it kind of misaligns, and you think, oh, or yeah. perhaps you've seen a place and been there, and then you've seen outside how they portray themselves, and you're thinking, hold on, that's not that's that's not accurate, and all yeah, people are underselling like themselves. That. You know, they they can yeah. be overdoing it or underdoing yeah. it, can't they? Yeah, exactly. Or they have. I mean, I have been to clients where they 
they've got this slightly oh it's all going to be really fab and we all sit on bean bags and throw balls to each other and we've got an idea that kind of thing and you can see that sometimes that's not what the staff are thinking they're mm. thinking oh for god's sake this is bloody uncomfortable mm. oh no neil's just thrown that ball at me what am i going to do with it and actually i was halfway through doing something it's not like that so it's it's really and they've not got the tone of voice right that means they've absolutely not they're just not getting it right because those people are not going to be communicating with the audience with the right tone of voice because they're resisting it yeah so it, you've got to make sure that you've got that everyone agrees with you that the tone of voice is this yeah exactly and and, that, and that's I mean, it even relates back to, we talked a bit about sort of structures and management in a way, but it comes back to, you know, yeah. re recruitment and, well, we did say about the kind of people you would find. And yeah. and it's, but that's the interesting thing, isn't it? You know, when you've been recruiting somebody and perhaps on paper, you know, I mean, there's a whole range of different disciplines about you go through to make sure you get the right person, of course, but more often than not, you know, with interviews, when at least if you're, if you're, if you're focusing down to a, a short list of people, you feel that that you know they they seem to get you they get us you you can see it's the typical thing was says that you i can see this person working here i can see this person fitting into the team so it's not just fitting into the team in terms of you know that they, they're someone who could just be friendly and get on well with it's more like what they've rep how they've represented themselves and they're kind of you could see them working with the audience you could see it they they, they would add to that interestingly though of course it could be that you say well no because we we want contrary views we want people who are going to come in and challenge us yeah. and that's the kind of atmosphere we have we don't have it where everyone's just it's yes cheap. people we yeah. are a, we are actually a, a place where there is a bit of quite a lot of this disharmony and, and you know and discord yep. and, and that's what we want because we want to shake things up and but again yeah, that right. is that's a personality isn't it it's just a different yep. one yeah, exactly. So and it's not wrong that you might occasionally have an outlier, just like, you know, occasionally each well, the cabaret's did a gorilla playing the drums. You might have tones of voice that people who aren't like that. And that's probably very valuable for your tone of voice, because as you say, it can become really forced. And oh, my God, we've all got to use the word more so ever but twice in our copy. You say, oh, have we OK then? And people do. But it, then it becomes tortuous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it, I mean, it's, oh, it's funny, actually, though, isn't it? I mean, I'm just, just a final sort of example, I guess, of how I've been thinking about tone of voice. Whenever I've worked in various places, I mean, I've always been used to trying. Not, I do it more in my personal life than I do in my professional life using exclamation marks. I, I think if I'm just texting someone, I might throw in a load of exclamation marks, yeah. you know, and then sort of go, oh, God, why did I do that? But in professional copy, I consciously... Um, strip them out where I see them as much oh. as possible and I yeah. don't use them when someone sort of says something, sends something to me and goes hey like this you know you sort of go whoa first line shout and I go <laughs> well that's just I know the kind of people I the kind of brands I work with that's not what not appropriate do, you know that's yeah. not the kind of thing but then again it's it does I, I think everything we've been saying you you can challenge conventions you can say okay well but maybe not on this channel maybe on another channel we would be more like that you know because you can get set in your own ways of your yep how you interpret a tone of voice and i think it's it's healthy isn't it to challenge it and try yep. and you know try try and work out what what is again what's going to work for the audience is, is a key and thing it does and it can bring you much closer to your audience if you do if just i have well, i've got a, a a financial advisor a very nice financial advisor and he advises on my finances blah, blah, blah. and just occasionally he sends me just an email full of emojis mm. you think I trust him enough to think 
this is funny. But if you if you've got your tone of voice wrong and all of a sudden, you know, you're a financial, if you're a bank and all of a sudden the bank's sending you big smiley faces, <laughs> isn't this great? And look, all this money running out of the sky, you'd think, hang on a minute, this yeah. is very, very wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But do you know what? That actually, I don't know, I'm going to do an example, but Octopus Energy is a good example. Um, uh, a, a colleague of mine who uses it on a training course is a good example of about brand in general. And, and But I think about Tone of Voice a bit as well. Because I've I've been moved on to them now from from Bulb as my my supplier and and I Octopus seem very good they've got really nice widgets on the uh, website which help you work out what what you've spent and blah 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 and all the rest of it but energy company I mean back in the day written paper statement perhaps a little <laughs> website boring dull not well, important in terms of yes this costs a bit of money but you know it's all very boring and and not important not but now with this. I get this lovely little icon this little you know little bubbly octopus coming along and every time I submit a uh, 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 heating, um, you know, uh, electricity reading. Uh, reading. It then says spin the wheel to see if you've won ten pounds off your energy bill this month, which I never have. Um, <laughs> but all these kind of the whole tone of voice is all quirky. It's all very simplified. It's all very sort of. It's talking about something that's really quite a grudge, perch, ongoing grudge <laughs> purchase, which is all like, oh my goodness, this costs so much as well. And, but again, their tone of voice actually with the way they manage the whole thing of. Oh God, this is really expensive, and and you know I am worried about my bills and the the kind of the tools they have, but the way they talk about it and the way they sort of say they're trying to be they're very consciously trying to be very transparent and very sort of hey we're fun and bubbly and and you know something very different from what you'd expect from an energy company, but we can do the serious stuff of course, and also we are being open with you. You get the you get the feeling of this oh, almost this childhood innocence, you know, and, and transparency, which is really i well i think it's a bit of a winner in terms of you know where we That's are nowadays with energy bills yeah. um but uh, yeah maybe we should do a little you know case study exploration of them because they're good yeah, absolutely absolutely so yeah i think we've i think we've almost exhausted everything now i we? think I, I think we can we barely got any voice left now we're toned out yeah we're we've voiced toned out, out. <laughs> It's all gone. Well, hopefully everyone else hasn't toned out. I mean, we'll we'll we are, we'll we'll split this up into a few parts and then um see what yeah. people think. Because I'd be I'd be interested to hear from other marketers, but also copywriters and people out there in mm. particular. Have has anything that we've said made sense to you, or do you think, oh my goodness, a whole load of guff? And what are you talking about? This is what how you get tone of yes. voice. But that yeah. would be really interesting. I think really interesting. If anyone else is going no, or tone of voice doesn't matter. You ought to be talking against the against the vein or what you know all of those things it'd be really interesting to hear and any successes you've had with with actually um finding a tone of voice actually for a new product or a new you know because sometimes it's bloody hard because some things are very very nothingy yeah <laughs> and it'd yeah. be really interesting to hear yeah that would that really would actually i, th I think yeah people's own background and stories and, and yeah, yeah. say that their struggles with Absolutely. this or, or or maybe just thinking yeah gosh actually we should take a step back and try and work out where we are with the, with the tone of voice and, and yeah, our, yeah. is it consistent etc and yeah. how can we integrate ai and, and all those yeah. things would be interesting to explore wouldn't they but yeah. Um, right. yeah very good well thank you very much Sally. That's... yes thank you very much that was absolutely fabulous superb well take care everyone hope you're all well and uh yes uh, see you next time see you next time <laughs>